Welcome to Conversations with the Unseen. My name is Andy. And my name is Laura. And in December 2019, we began an amazing and completely unexpected journey conversing with beings from the unseen world which has totally transformed our lives. And here we are, after hundreds and hundreds of hours of conversations, doing what our non-physical friends have been encouraging us to do, sharing their message with others who may be interested. So let's dive in. Hello, Mexicans. It's been a while. Good to connect with you in this way. We had extra, extra long Christmas holidays, Mexicans. We would do the same thing. So I have a question um, from Ulrika, all about surrender. It's a number of questions, so let me just share what she said and then I'll hand over to you. So she asked, how do you define surrender? What does it mean to you? How do you get the ego on the journey? And do you have any metaphors that you could share with us around surrender? As she said, she finds the metaphors you share really helpful. The word surrender carries an energy of giving in or giving up and as seen from the ego's perspective surrender can mean loss it can mean losing a battle losing face And we would also define surrender in the way of giving up. What we would apply the giving up to would be the struggle, the fight takes place within many humans trying to force life to be a certain way, trying to manipulate the effects to be more agreeable. It feels like a a way of being that is just so practiced and familiar to most of us that the idea that there is another way seems like a total anathema. Especially when the ego is very attached even addicted to the idea of being in control, of wishing to control the conditions, the circumstances 
of its life in form and to surrender would seem dangerous and frightening to the ego. The idea that it will not know what is happening or will not have any control and yet it has experienced trying to be in control of its life and in many cases this has not created the idyllic lifestyle that it is searching for. Instead it has created a treadmill that it cannot seem to get free from. And so surrender is really surrender to that non-physical self, that wise infinite self that knows how to lead, how to make wise choices. And that is the surrender that we would encourage every human ego to consider and perhaps see the benefit in choosing. Because what seems like loss of power is actually gaining freedom. This is the liberation of the ego. What seems like loss is actually liberation. Can you say more about that? Much of what the ego strives for is not attainable through trying to manage the effects. Can I just, can I interrupt you there and ask you a question? Go ahead. Much of what the ego is striving for is not attainable. What is the ego striving for? The form will vary from ego to ego, but the energy would be to be safe, to be happy, to be fulfilled, and the ego believes that these feelings, these energetic states can be provided by the external world. The ego would have a program running that would go something along the lines of when I have X then I will feel complete. When I have X then I will be happy. 
if I had X amount of money in the bank, I would feel more secure and safe. And as seen from our perspective, these energy states cannot be achieved by the ego's methods. The external world cannot make a human being feel anything. It is possible for a human being to enjoy the effects. So to surrender would be to look to the inner being to provide the energy states of happiness, feeling safe, feeling fulfilled. To hand over control and decision-making to the inner being and to embrace the newfound freedom that this would offer the ego and the ego would surrender its dependency on the world of form to make it feel a particular way. Instead, it would align with the inner being and allow the effects to show up in any way that they do. Not needing particular effects in order to feel good. And what I've really learned from what you've been sharing with Andy and I is that in following the inner being, it is not about ignoring the ego. Um, when I have done that, the ego has really pushed back and made its presence known. In my case, through physical sensations, uncomfortable physical sensations in the body. And so it feels that journey of surrender is a journey um, and I guess like in any relationship where it takes time to build trust and so we're asking the ego to give up control and to stop doing things in the way that it's always done it and that in itself is scary for the ego and so for me, I know that when I am including the ego and the inner being's perspective, and we've talked before about creating the inner harmony, the inner team, it's important to involve both of them. Yes, and the struggle must be given up voluntarily by the ego. For many, this will happen at a time of You might describe it as life crisis or disillusionment perhaps with what is occurring in its world 
And so it's not that the inner being will intervene and try to take over. It is more a case that the ego must turn to the inner being and say, I've realized I don't know how to create my life in such a way that I feel happy. Will you guide me? And I know for me there were some areas where the ego was much more willing to do that than other areas. Yes. Generally the areas where the ego feels it's made a complete mess of something, it's much more willing to hand over that mess to the inner being to sort out. There may be other areas where the ego is more protective and feels it's more competent to make the decisions. And this is a, an illusion because the inner being is always going to lead to a much better outcome than the ego, ego could create. And what I've noticed for me personally, because when we started talking about this idea of surrender, I, it felt like a difficult concept for this ego to grasp. Like how, like what does that mean? Um, and I guess what I noticed from practicing it is that now there has been some time has elapsed and the ego can actually see the areas where it has surrendered and how these areas seem to be working with more ease and how the ego feels much more relaxed and feels better. And again, this creates more trust and more willingness for the ego to be willing to explore surrendering the areas that are perhaps more tender or sensitive for it. And this is particularly evident when the ego surrenders and perhaps has an expectation that suddenly life will improve. And what can sometimes happen is it will seem to the ego as if there is a deterioration. And this can be a sign that some program that has been causing the ego to hold certain beliefs about the world which have been unhelpful to it may come to the surface. Some program may come into sharper focus in order to be released. And so then it makes sense that from the ego's perspective that doesn't seem so appealing to the ego really, that it's going to get worse. It may sometimes seem that it's getting worse before the ego starts to feel more comfortable. And this of course 
can mean that sometimes the ego will become distressed and try to take control again. So what advice would you give to somebody who is in that exact position right now? To trust the inner being completely. If there is an apparent deterioration, it will be a type of energetic detox where there is letting go to be done of a pattern or a program that was causing the ego to misunderstand its world and approach life in ways that would ultimately lead to it feeling distressed and so the energy detox is an important step and very temporary. Because of course from the ego's perspective anything that is uncomfortable or distressing is bad and it would take that and project into the future about that? I would believe perhaps that more of the same was on the way rather than if it looks to the inner being the inner being will reassure it that this is leading to a much better place a much more peaceful calm and happy existence it reminds me of something I used to see when it felt really challenging which would bring comfort to the ego. Two phrases, one that you see all the time, all is well, all is well. And everything is working for me. Everything is working for me here. And if the ego has surrendered the leadership and decision-making to the inner being, That will certainly be the case. The change that the ego will be experiencing is, as seen from its perspective, leading to a better place. As seen from the inner being's perspective, it's all neutral. So this doesn't necessarily always sound like an easy journey for the ego from what you're describing and what would you say to anyone listening who's thinking I would love to surrender a particular aspect of my experience to the inner being. The question that's going to come up is how? How do I do that and how do I get the ego on the journey? And I'm aware that how is an ego question. We would encourage taking stock of life in form in the present moment and 
weighing up which aspects are enjoyable and which aspects are not so enjoyable. And would the ego be willing to give up the less enjoyable parts? Often there is a program running that says, I cannot give up X because, and then it gives all the reasons. And yet, this is a program, this is a belief. And if one were to find themselves in a situation where they were forced to give up X, they could. It is a choice. And so to perhaps conduct a short experiment so that the ego does not believe that it has entered into a permanent arrangement. Just an experiment for a fixed time to see whether it would be able to adapt. And often through this process the ego is able to experience the benefit of not feeling some of those feelings of compulsion or lack of choice and actually to feel a little more free knowing that the inner being is taking care of things. The ego must of course be willing to turn to the inner being and follow its guidance to see the inner being as the leader and the decision maker. The inner being of course is that part that is infinite and eternal and is connected to everything that is, was and ever will be and therefore is infinitely more capable of leading in any situation. It brings to mind the area of money for me and how when I decided that I was going to surrender the area of money to the inner being, how this was a practice and how to start with the ego was very nervous about that and took a lot of reassuring and now the ego's just really chilled about money. It knows it's not its area. It knows it's not its job to create it, to bring it. And it has so much more ease and it has created an ease that I just would not have believed was possible had I not experienced it for myself. And what you are describing is the process of building trust with the inner being. Skeptical at first, not understanding how the inner being would be able to take care of money. Willing to do an experiment for a fixed period of time. 
which has demonstrated very clearly to the ego that the inner being can bring about ease in this area. It cannot explain how it has happened and it cannot argue with the fact that there is ease and in letting go it has allowed for a new way of being a new relationship with money to emerge. It takes me back to that um, that metaphor of seeing somebody learning to walk the tightrope. I don't know, like 10, 15 centimetres off the ground and how for the ego it doesn't matter to fall off because it's not such a big deal and as opposed to somebody learning it at 10 metres off the ground that would have seemed to the ego far riskier and so what I'm hearing you say is find some small experiment in the aspect of your life something that you can test out and I know from my experience that surrender has been a moment by moment by moment choice it's not a one-time action and this is a, an excellent way to explain the process of reducing the risk reducing the resistance that the ego may have to carrying out an experiment to lower the stakes. Of course, if you find yourself already 10 meters off the ground hmm. and in the middle of the tightrope, yeah. what to do then? What to do when there is already a crisis occurring? What would surrender look like then? And we would say, trust that there is a safety net. If you fall, you will not be harmed. You will land softly because the inner being is there to guide you and to save you from harm. If you're in a crisis and you do not know what to do or which way to turn, surrender to the inner being and wait for the magic to happen, because it will. You know, that reminds me of, again, thinking about surrender and just how over and over and over again I would say to the ego, the inner being is taking care of this, the inner being can navigate through this. The inner being will keep us safe. And did it? Yes. Yes. And again, in these situations, this builds more trust and greater willingness on the part of the 
ego mind, the human self, to trust the inner being as the leader. The inner being is that part that is free from these programs, free from limitation, free from addiction or attachment, free from resistance. The inner being allows all things and that is true freedom. Do not have anything to push against, mm. which the ego does particularly well, <laughs> or anything that is required in order to be happy. Mm. There is a choice beyond these beliefs, these programs. Thank you, Mexicans. Is there any final words that you would share with us before we close? We would say that to surrender is to choose to be free. And this is what many would desire for themselves. We send our love. Thank you so much, Mexicans. Was gratefully received. Until next time. Until next time. You've been listening to Conversations with the Unseen. If you'd like to know when there's a new conversation available, then remember to subscribe and also to share it with others. If you'd like to have a written transcript of each conversation, then you'll find this on the website conversationswiththeunseen.com. And if you have a question you'd like us to ask on your behalf, or if you would like to join the mailing list, then you can also do that on the website conversationswiththeunseen.com. Until next time.